We are, we are live. JT here. Welcome to The Huddle. The Huddle is where I sit down with successful people from the world of sport and coaching. It's to learn more about their journey to greatness. Why do I have these conversations? Because success always leaves clues. I want to take a moment to thank you. Whether you are watching with us live as we stream into our Facebook community, whether you are watching the replay on YouTube, whether you are listening to the audio on the podcast, thank you so much for being here with me and my special guest today. And what I want to challenge you to do is to keep that mind open. The mind is like a parachute. It works best when it's wide open. And I guarantee you that if your mind stays open, you will take away a valuable nugget of wisdom that will help you win at the game of life. I've been looking forward to my conversation with my special guest today. I've known him for a little bit of time, we'll say. And over the years, I have really watched him. I first had the pleasure of coaching him when he came out for football as a grade nine. And then throughout high school, coached him and watched him transition into one of the leaders of our football program at Banting Secondary School. And then right after school, he came up and started coaching with me and, and became a coaching colleague. In that process, he has become a friend. He has you know, transformed into someone I've worked with um, in, in coaching. And more importantly, he's truly someone that I feel has become family. My guest in the huddle today is an offensive assistant coach and football operations assistant at Queen's University. My guest in the huddle today is Travis Dejan. How are you today, brother? I'm doing great. You know, thanks. Thanks for having me. It's a pretty big honor joining the this big podcast you have going here. I love speaking live with you and I love what you do. I love what you stand for. So I cannot wait to see where this conversation takes off to. Yeah, definitely, brother. Well, hey, I want to take a moment. I, I'm big on gratitude and I really want to take a moment to send you some gratitude. Brother, I cannot tell you how blessed I am to be have been a part of your life but that you still allow me to be part of your life here so I just really want to thank you for that and for sharing some time with me in the huddle today hey you got it thank you for still being part of my life I love it love it so one of the first things that I like to do in the huddle is to remind people that life is a game and games are supposed to be fun now, we've known each other for a long time, but I'm curious, what is an interesting fact, some may say a quirk, that maybe a lot of people don't know about you, that you would feel comfortable sharing with our audience? Yeah, for sure. You know, it's, it's funny, you know, I, and I knew this question was coming. I was trying to prepare for it best I could. And you know, I just, I just kind of go with it. So I always talk to my fiance, Kristen, I was like, there's one thing, one skill I wish I had 
was I wish I could sing and sing really good, right? So I can just blow up, complete that perfect package, having everything just be able to sing. I think that's one of the skills I wish <laughs> I could do. And that's okay. that's the most quirky thing that I can think of. That's kind of funny. That's a little out there so people can kind of get a, a little different view of, of Travi here. Yeah, I wish I could sing. <laughs> hey, well, you know, I, I will be the, those words of encouragement, right? It's it's one of those things, right? Practice, you know, focused and consistent practice, right? That's how we create change. So, you know, maybe there's a there's a singing career deep within inside of you that we, we'll bring to the surface. Maybe we'll serenade some people at the end of the at the end of our conversation. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen today. Um, okay, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, we can definitely uh, think of something in the near future. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I love it. I love it. So, brother, you yeah. have had a, you know, sports has obviously played an important role for you in your life, right? We came to meet, obviously, through our, our passion for football in grade nine. And I still, you know, I know we laugh about it, but I still remember one of the first conversations that we had that still, you know, reminds me of, of, of the man you were as a, as a grade nine, how we actually built that connection, right? About, you know, I still remember making you smile and laugh and that same laugh that I'm seeing, that same smile that I'm seeing right now is the same smile, right? Where I reminded you about, you know, wearing your brand new Air Force Ones on the sideline on a wet rainy day is probably not a great way to endear yourself to mom. So sport has obviously played a pivotal role for you in your life. Um, you know, you were first a, a great athlete and then you transitioned once you were done into coaching at the high school level. And then you had some opportunities to see at the youth sport level. And now you're in this process where you have are coaching full time in the youth sport level and you just started this year. I'm curious, what role has sport played for you in your life? And what would you say has probably been the biggest takeaway that, you know, you still, that lesson you still apply to your life today? Yeah, you know, that, that's, a, that's a really big question. And it's a really great question too, right? So the world of sport, you know, it's so tough to really simple it down to like, situation one moment um but sport has been so impactful on not just my life but all the people around me all my friends all my families we've always been around some way shape or form in some sort of sport and i think um sport is one of the best ways to really connect with other people um to really find out who you really are um it really prepares you for life in the future right it you're going to face a lot of adversity in sport. You're going to face a lot of lows, a lot of highs in sport, right? No matter what sport you're playing. And, you know, football has been that one sport that I've always stuck to, that I've always been so attracted to. And the, and the reason why I say that, because um, it is the most diverse sport in the world. Anyone from anywhere, any shape and size, no matter who they are, has a role on a football team. Okay. Rather if it's, the equipment manager, or if it's the quarterback, head coach, the coaches, it doesn't matter who it is, male, female, any, any race, there's a role on the football team for them. And I think that's what really stuck with me for, for sport. So it sounds like this idea of like inclusivity, 
right? About bringing people from all different backgrounds, all body shapes, you know, all different roles that that's something that it's interesting that you bring that up because that is one of the beauties of football, right? At the same time, you can have a 300 pound lineman, but, and then right beside him, you have a 140 pound DB. So I'm curious that lesson of inclusivity, how has that applied as you've continued to transition away from just being an athlete, like obviously into coaching, right? You have been in leadership roles um, at Canadian Tire for a long time. Like how has that showed up for you in your life, that that lesson of inclusivity? Yeah. So a a big thing for me is no matter matter what role I'm in or where I'm at or, or who I'm talking to, right? It really allows me to really dig in and listen to what make those people tick. Um, and you know, in the sport of football, I think I heard this a little bit from one of your podcasts was everyone thinks it's just a man's game. Right. But I think again, football does a really good, really good job, including other people. I, and I believe there's a couple female coaches now in the NFL. There's a couple of female coaches in the OUA and the AUS, all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of female trainers that are training these football players to prepare for the game. And again, it's, it's very important in life to really get inclusive, to really include others, because you really don't know um, what the result could be unless you really give it a chance, right? So I think that's the biggest thing. Being inclusive has allowed me to earn a coaching position at a university level. Mm-hmm. Where in the past, where you needed to have that experience to become a university coach, right? I didn't coach football past high school. Right. I had a couple opportunities to learn from university coaches. Mm-hmm. But this is the first time I really am coaching university football mm-hmm. and I'm learning lots. And for them to be inclusive, to include someone like myself is super impressive. And, and I'm super grateful that I, I get those opportunities. Right. Being inclusive allowed me to join this huddle today. Right. So, you know, I, I can speak all day about that, but just keep it, keep it simple for now. Yeah. Well, and, you know, two things really jumped out as you were sharing. Um, One of the things, you know, I I know inclusivity is a big topic right now, right, in the world. It's just that day and age we are living in where people are are becoming aware of some of the problems of the past. And and I really do feel people are, you have a lot of great servant-based leaders that are trying to create solutions. And an interesting fact I heard was, that if you take a look even at, you know, the, the pinnacle of the game or what people view as a pinnacle, the NFL, if you look at the growth of the NFL over the last couple of decades, the growth has actually come that 47% of them are actually females. So like you said, the game has this illusion of, of being a quote unquote dance game, but really there are segments of the population, women especially, they're showing that there's a demand right? To be a part of it. And that just shows, right? In in just that simple stat. But what I love also that you shared is, is opportunity came up a few times. So you have recently been blessed with this coaching diversity award through Queens University. So I'm curious, what has it been like as you've transitioned into becoming a youth sport coach? And what has this you know, opportunity 
done for you? Like what has been like your biggest takeaway so far? Yeah. You know, when Steve Snyder called me and said, there's this, there's this new thing that Queens is doing, not just Queens, but OUA is doing with the EDI, you know, including a lot more different people, right. Giving people opportunity. And right away, it's just, I smiled and I was just like, this is the opportunity that I've been waiting for for a long time, right? Again, I've been doing this for 10 years. You know, I was coaching while I was in high school, doing all that stuff to kind of get the opportunity to really progress as a coach to really learn things. But when that opportunity hit and this this award, right, is just huge, you know, and the, the award is not just for me, right? It's for a lot of people. Um, but that award specifically for Queens only works if people like the alumni come together and they make this fund that allows me to, you know, live in an apartment for the first, for the first year for free to gain this opportunity to learn from such great coaches at Queens, like Steve Snyder, Tom Flaxman, Matt Nesbitt, Ryan McManus, many more. There's so many guys in that, that, on that, on that coaching roster that builds that culture. Right. So there's so many things that have been taken away from it that I've learned. Right. And they've also learned from me by including someone like myself that, yeah, some guys like myself can coach some guys like myself, they want in that locker room, they want in that coaching, coaching trailer, learning and giving ideas and really progression as a, as a program. Mm -hmm. Right. So that award is huge. Right. But I think I, I think it helps other programs to kind of see it as well. Right. Helps me, but I think it's helping everyone else around me even more, which is awesome. Well, and you bring up, you know, a great point. And one of the things I heard from you was, you know, you really are, and, and we've talked about this, you are a vehicle, right? You're a messenger. You are giving people hope for what's possible, right? When, when as cliches as you go all in. And the one thing I love that you talked about, and this is what I feel Coach Snyder and, and, and the coaching staff, including you, do a great job of at Queens is, is, is creating the culture, right? And, and I love the saying of the OKG. And really for our listeners, you know, this really, like, what is culture, right? Because culture is something that gets talked a lot about in sports. But culture, as you know, is just, it's a group way of thinking. And, and very often, old ways of thinking just create the same old, same old, right? Like if nothing changes, nothing changes. So I'm curious from you, as you've got into an environment where the culture, you know, they have this understanding of, no, we are creating a culture. Like we are bringing new people, you know, we're giving opportunities for people uh, to sit at the table, right? To offer new ways of thinking, new ideas. What has that been like for you being sort of immersed in that kind of environment, a very growth centric environment. Yeah. You said it right there. It, it, it really forced me to level up. It really did. Right. Hmm. You know, coaching at the high school level is, ama is amazing. Like the reward from there is just seeing young guys, you know, follow their path. Maybe football ends with them, but they go to university. They're, they're doing great things past it. Um, but it really, what it did for me was, you know, you think that you know a lot of things about football or how a hard program should run, but it really forced me quickly right now to level up, to be the best I could right now and just, you know, whatever I have to offer, just do the best I could do, right? And, you know, 
at first I was a little nervous because this is it's new to me, made me feel uncomfortable, which is good, right? As you know, for me, I try my best every single day to fail. Sounds crazy, but I try to double my failure rate. I try to feel uncomfortable. That way, it forced me to level up, become a better crap, better coach to Zan, whatever it may be, better, better father, better husband, mm-hmm. better dog owner, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, but being in that room and that in that growth mindset, every single day, those guys and myself were trying to get better as people, trying to get better as coaches. We're doing better every single day, and it's really showing up now for those guys and us, mm-hmm. right? We undefeated season, you know, we're going strong. Um, we have opportunity to play a lot of football, right? Which is amazing. But at the same time, we have a lot more opportunity to be together a lot more and to really to progress as people. So it's very, very, very awesome that all these things are starting to show up. And, you know, I can't wait to see what the future holds. You know, it's interesting. Like, what I really heard from you is, you know, this is why I'm, I'm a firm believer that you're such a great servant-based leader is that you understand that it starts and ends with you first right? That you must be willing to lead yourself first before you can effectively lead others. And what I often talk about is the best leaders are ones that only preach what they are willing to consistently practice themselves. So I'm curious for you, you brought up this idea of like, you challenge yourself to get uncomfortable every single day in all areas. Developing that habit, from your experience, why is that so important for anyone in the game of life? Yeah, so in the past, I would just do whatever I feel comfortable doing, going to work, coaching, going home, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Um, But once you kind of allow yourself to open up and give yourself more opportunities to learn different things or try different things um, because you really don't know until you try it. You really don't know until you know, mm-hmm. right? So whatever it is, whatever is making you feel comfortable, get out of your comfort zone a little bit, try something different, jump on a podcast, jump on a live, whatever it is that makes you feel uncomfortable, try it out, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe it doesn't work out for you. doesn't matter at the end of the day, that's going to make you as a person better. Mm-hmm. If you're doing something that's going to be challenging you, that's going to force you to face that adversity. It's going to, it's going to challenge you just to be the, the level up right now. Mm-hmm. That's when you start seeing progressions in your life. That's when you start seeing new things showing up. And that's when you start getting more confident, more calm in those uncomfortable situations. Mm-hmm. Right. And I found for me personally was um, once I started doing that more, started doing different things more. Um, my life started progressing faster and faster and faster. More things are showing up, different opportunities are showing up, um, different job opportunities are showing up. So, you know, it's been pretty, a pretty fun past, say 18 months, we'll say. Mm-hmm. It's all been just in an amazing journey of this growth. Um, mm-hmm. Not just for me, but for my fiance, right, as well, right? Mm-hmm. As you know, six weeks ago, we had our first kid. Mm-hmm. which is amazing her first daughter Layla mm-hmm. and I've learned so much already just from her um her being six weeks or seven weeks she doesn't even realize it right I've learned to be more loving 
more caring, um, just showing emotion a bit more for her. And then, you know, I can't wait to see her grow and flourish into the beautiful woman that she's going to be and to see how I handle as a father, make sure I'm doing the right things for her. Right. So it's been amazing. And, you know, as, as you were describing that, uh, I've just been thinking about your journey over the last 18 months and how things have just picked up, right? Like more opportunities are, are coming your way. So I, I'm curious, it seemed like risk-taking, right? Like you started embracing taking risks. And I love how you talk about, like, it's, it's prompted you to level up. So what was that catalyst for you? What was that inspiration for you to, to really start embracing risk? Because it sounds like you said before you used to kind of stay in the comfort zone, right? I think we're all, we're all to a degree programmed and conditioned to seek out what's safe and comfortable. What was that catalyst for you that said, uh-uh, like I'm starting to take more risk, I'm starting to get uncomfortable and, and yeah, I'm all in baby. Yeah, literally, all in. Um, the first thing was obviously was doing the uh, the mentorship the program, the coaching through you. Mm-hmm. That was I say that was the pinpoint of when you really started seeing changes. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the the thing was what I used to go by is like I need to know all the answers. I got to have all the all the all the notes down. I need to know what exactly what's going to have step by step by step by step. Once I stopped making things, trying to make things perfect every single time mm-hmm. and just kind of just went with it, just go, that was when it was just like, holy crap, this is a lot of fun. And it's actually not that hard. Very easy. Very simple concept. Just if you get inspired by something, do it. Mm-hmm. And I think <laughs> the most crazy thing that I've done so far, obviously, was, you know, dropping everything in London, everything that I had and just moving to Kingston to get the opportunity to coach football at Queens Mm -hmm. and if you want to talk about sacrifice it's not just for me like Kristen did the same thing we're having a newborn baby she's pregnant Mm -hmm. moving to total new cities we haven't been out of London for 26 years been in my whole life Mm -hmm. moving our family our grown family to Kingston moving to an apartment coaching all the time doing all this stuff and it really has made me grow and it really has Mm -hmm. been absolutely such a joy seeing everything around me just flourish and and seeing people smile because they're happy because I'm doing what I love to do, which is to coach. Mm-hmm. Not to coach football, but just to coach and mentor young men to become the, their best selves mm-hmm. and help them find their path to greatness, whatever, whatever, which way we want to put it. And, you know, it's it's been, shouldn't say a, a linear pattern. It's been a lot of bumps in the way. There's been a lot of, tough moments on the way but those tough moments really created the person I am those tough moments really challenged me to persevere punch adversity in, in its face and really move on because what I've gained to learn is this is that you know there's no pause button in life no matter what happens life happens life moves forward life does not mm-hmm. wait for you you got to take control you got to be that vehicle take control of that steering wheel and then you decide where you want to go, where you want, really, where do you really want to be? And that's where it really started input in my mind was, this is where I want to go. Mm-hmm. Might be a little bit of bumps, might be some detours, but 
I bet you that I'm going to be there. Mm -hmm. I bet on myself. That's it. I love that. And what I really heard from you, it came up a few times, is, is the idea of, you know, something we've talked about before is your only responsibility in life is to get clear on what you want, right? That's it. Like, what is it that you want? What is it that you really want? How it happens is none of your concern. And what I would challenge everyone to think about this is, as soon as you ask the question, how, what's going to happen next is your, your mind's going to come up with all the reasons why you shouldn't do something. It's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to just create all this doubt and worry in your mind. Like, oh my gosh, how am I going to do this? How am I going to move to Kingston, right? How am I going to, where am I going to live? Da, da, da. And it just starts coming up with all and starts talking your mind, literally your old conditioning talks you out of doing the one thing that you truly want to do. So I love that you're talking about clarity, right? The importance, like you have to be clear on where you want to go first and foremost. So I'm curious, and I want to dive a little bit deeper. As you have become more clear with where you want to go, and you have began to ask for it, and you've began to follow it up with the focus, the consistent and focused actions to make it happen. What has the journey like been? Like, has it just been smooth sailing where you're always safe and comfortable? Like, I, I'd really love if you shared with, with our audience, like, what has that been like? Yeah, it's been a, like, a, it's been a roller coaster. It's been all over the map, right? And when I say all over the map, it's been good, right? There's, there, there are times where, you know, you, you really kick yourself, like, do I really want to do this? Is this something that I really want to do? But every time I've asked myself that, it's just like, yes, that's what I want to do. Yes, that's what I want to do. And I found my why and I found my purpose. Yeah. And at that point, no matter what was the left or right of me, whatever was behind me, nothing else mattered. Mm -hmm. All that mattered was I'm doing what I want. I'm going to get to where I want to go. Doesn't matter how, doesn't matter when, how long it takes. But at the end of the day, it's what's making me happy. It's what's making me show up my best self for myself. But when I'm at my best, I'm at my best for the players that I coach, mm -hmm. my colleagues, mm -hmm. baby Layla, mm -hmm. fiance, mm -hmm. family, everything. Right. So once I started realizing that, you know, this is what I love. It's making me smile every day. I wake up every single every single morning happy. No matter what how the day was the day before, it was a new day, new beginning. And I was able to really start being myself, start being the person that I need to be, right? I'm doing what I have to do, right? So I can do what I want to do. And yeah. it's been absolutely an amazing journey. Yeah. So it sounds like you discovered that it's bigger than you. Like the impact of doing what you, spending your days doing what you love impacts more than just you. It impacts everyone around you in a more positive way. Okay. So my question is, you talked a lot about how you're doing what you love. What have you noticed as you have more and more 
gone towards and, and really become open to what do I want and moving towards that as opposed to sort of running away from what you don't want? Like, what have you found? Yeah, that's good because, um, you know, a couple of years ago, I, I had the opportunity to do what I'm doing now at a, at a different program. And, you know, I, I, I did it for a little bit. I was having fun. It was amazing. And then this old, old me kicked in. It was just like, I got nervous. I got un too uncomfortable. I was like, I just dropped it off. Like, no, I'm not doing it. I'll go back to what I, I, I love doing this. I'm going to do that instead. I still kick my, still kick my butt a little bit on that one, just because if I would have done what I'm doing now, a couple of years ago, where would I have been today? That's living in the past. Not worried about it now. But now I know where I'm at. And now I know where I need to be is right here. And it, it, it's been, it's been good. And uh, like I said, it's been, I just, I just, I just know where I need to be. Right. And I know where I want to be. And I'm happy that I'm able to, you know, kind of create that, that new path that some people wish they, they wish they can take. Now they can take it. Because why not me? Why not you? Right. Mm -hmm. That's a big thing I'm, that I'm, that I say now is like, why not me? Yeah. I don't do it. Someone else is going to do it. So why mm -hmm. not me? So I encourage the same people that listen and like, if you really have something that you really want to do, why not you? Okay. Other people have done it. You can do the same thing or you can do it better, which, what do you want? It, it's interesting as you share that and you know, I was thinking about our conversation, right? We, when we set this up, I was thinking about how life is really all divine timing. And I love how you talked about it. Yeah. There was an opportunity a few years ago, but the truth of the matter is you weren't ready. You, you weren't ready to receive it yet. And no, and, and I love that you said, yeah, it's not, it just is right. Like I wasn't the interesting part I had though, was you took that experience and you became open to it. And why that's been, I've been reflecting on that this week is I still remember that the person who still offered you that opportunity is now offered you a new opportunity, right? And I thought back to, I still remember having a conversation with Coach Snyder, 2013, in your last year at Banting before Thanksgiving game versus Lucas, right? Like how, how poetic is that, that? Coach was at another school out east. He was asking about recruiting you to play university football. I was coaching at a school where I ended up then transitioning to the head coach. And I still remember him asking me about you and saying, yeah, what, what's up with Travis Dejean? And those seeds were planted. And here we are eight years later. And now you are part of his coaching staff. So, so I'm curious, like, as you reflect back, as I share that story with you, what are your thoughts on how life sort of unfolds? Yeah, it's a small world out there, that's for sure. But uh, it's definitely, yeah, I like the way that you put it, right? So Steve Snyder, he's the, he's the guy that gave me this opportunity. He's the guy that gave me an opportunity a couple years ago, and he also gave me an opportunity a couple years before that. Mm -hmm. And he's definitely someone that's motivated me to do the best that I could. And he's definitely a pretty good – He's an inspiring person, right? He, he's, he's really good at what he does. He's, he, 
what you see is what you get truly from him. No matter who he's talking to, he talks to everyone the same, right? He holds everyone at the highest standard. He holds himself at the highest standard, Q standard. And, you know, and he holds me at that standard, right? So it's definitely, he's def he definitely saw something in me that I didn't know about. He definitely has believed in me that I didn't believe in myself at. So when he gave me this opportunity, he's like, I got to take it. You know, this is it. He's obviously, he sees something, he knows something. Yeah. I have something that he, that I can, that I can show and give to other people. Yeah. But, so when he, when he called me, when he called me, I was at, I was at a Babies R Us shop for me. <laughs> 7.30. These yeah. calling me. I pick up. This is what I have for you. Do you want to do it? It's like, yeah. I was already, I was already in 20 seconds into the phone call. Right. Mm -hmm. Very happy. <laughs> okay. So, you know, what I really heard from you again is that, you know, it's a great reminder that the best, you know, the greatest teachers, coaches, mentors, leaders are people that find the greatness in others, as I often say, right? They see their, their strengths, their talents, their abilities, their gifts. And then the other part is they let them know that they see that in them, right? And as we've often talked about, that's leaving people with the impression of increase. So I'm curious for you. You are someone who has always, like I've always seen that, that ability to, to be a servant leader. I, I saw that in you even when you were 14 years old. I'm curious for you, uh, from you, what role has coaching and mentorship played in your life? You know, even from like your earliest days to where it is now. Yeah. You know, it's, it's always a learning battle with coaching. It's always learning battle with mentoring people. Um, but it has definitely uh, allowed me to showcase what I bring and it, and it allowed me to inspire, you know, people that I've coached, people that I've talked to. And I say this to people all the time, no matter who I'm talking to, you know, whether it's on purpose or an accident, I am trying to inspire you to do something that you want to do. Whatever it is, I don't care what it is, as long as it's going to be helping and serving you, helping the community, making the world better, making yourself better, making people around you better. I want to help you get there. And, you know, I found with coaching football, it was the most effortless way for me to do it. I was able to not only coach people to get better at the sport, become better athletes, become better student athletes, but it really allowed them to become truly who they wanted to be, what they wanted to do. I don't care if you want to be a, a rapper or I don't care if you want to own a business. I don't care if you want to play a professional sport, no matter what it is. I really want to help people get there. I really want to show people how to do it. And it's really allowed me to learn about myself a lot too, right? Because when I first started coaching, I was a pretty serious guy. Just no emotion, just like, no, do this. That's it, right? And that's how I thought coaching football was, right? Now that you did that, now that McKay did that, now the coaches did that. But that's how I thought football was. One second, I'm going to get a phone call. And I gained to learn it's, it's more than just that. When you're, when you're really showing frustration to a, a player or to whoever you're talking to, it's really you not being prepared. Mm -hmm. That's all it is. The frustration is because you're not prepared for that moment. 
you're not ready to coach that guy. Mm-hmm. So it forces you to level up. You're going to have a lot of those moments where you're going to get frustrated, but don't get frustrated at the players. Get frustrated because you're just, you're just not there yet. That's simple as that. You got to level mm-hmm. up. You got to be better. Simple. Mm-hmm. And once I've learned that, it's like it's really about building a relationship with the guys, gaining that trust, right? Because mm-hmm. you really are selling something every single day. And people only buy things if they know you, they like you, and they trust you. That's it. Mm-hmm. You get three things. You get that into one of the players – they're going to be playing the best football ever just because they enjoy being coached by you. They're doing their best because they want you to do well as well. So it's pretty much the selfless thing. This whole circle comes all the way back around. Mm-hmm. You need to do bad, bad come, comes to you. But if you keep doing good, the chances of good's going to come back to you. And I love it. And I love how you sort of tied that in, right? Like you talked about, and this is something that you know some of the I think of some of the great coaches we've had on here that they've always talked about like their first thing is is and I firmly believe this is to love tough right is is you really have to focus on building those those trusting that trust first like before like people have to know that you genuinely care and want to see them succeed and you could really sort of sense your business background in the fact of hey Selling someone on the idea, hey, this is you becoming the best version of yourself. They have to know you, they have to like you, and they have to trust you. So, so I love how you kind of parallel here that creating success as a coach, creating success in business, really creating success in the game of life when you're working with people, same principles, right? It's, it's really, it's, life is 95% mindset, 5% strategy. Yeah. No, I like that. It's a perfect way to put it. You know, it's it's not a, you know, it's, I don't like to say it anymore. It's easier said than done, right? I just like to just do now, right? I, I don't like to compare myself to other people. I like to just to be the best that I can be for other people for myself right now. And, and it's definitely has worked wonders for me personally. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just, as soon as I found what I love to do with this, the way the world is now, there's a lot of distractions. There's a lot of things that I could, I could, other things that I could be doing, but I know what I want to do, right? You know, I, I had a lot of things going wrong in London when I was there. You know, I got the, I had my, my food business starting to spike. There's, there's, there's all these answers that I could have gave myself for the reason why I shouldn't be doing this. This is like, it's, it's okay here. It's good. Everything's going well, but it's about really progression and getting better and mm-hmm. just doing more, learning more, forcing myself to level up, mm-hmm. get in that room, the same room as some of the greatest university, university Canadian university coaches, football coaches mm-hmm. in the world. Mm-hmm. There's no better opportunity than what I got. And I'm very, very grateful that I got it. Mm-hmm. Right. It's been an honor. It's been a privilege to really mm-hmm. be in the same room as those guys. And I'm, I'm doing my absolute best to make sure that I'm showing up. Every single day at my best, learning something mm-hmm. new, doing something different, tackling something different, something new every single day, and really mm-hmm. building that relationship with everyone, with the coaches, the players, the staff, the facility staff. I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's a janitor. I'm going to have a conversation with you. I'm hoping that I impress on to you that, I, that I'm here and I'm, I'm happy to be here. Right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You know, it's interesting, like one of the themes that's come up a few times as we've been talking is this idea of 
all successful, highly effective people, great leaders, great coaches, great teachers, great mentors in any area of life. They're fast and quick decision makers, right? And I think you said it best. You could have come up with a hundred reasons why to stay there, right? Okay, my my food my food services business is going is 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 spiking, right? Okay, I'm about to have a baby in a few weeks. Boom, you know we just we just moved into a, a new house less than a year ago, and all these reasons why, and that's where. I love that you said you just made a decision. No, I want to coach at the youth sport level. And because you got so laser focused on that, you were willing to do whatever it took to get there. So I'm curious, you know, there's definitely people, you know, out there that, that are watching this, that are listening to this, Travis, that, that you know, are, are, you know, maybe they're in this space where they're, they're humming and hawing, they're, they're shooting on themselves. Right. What I like to say, like, and folks stop shitting on yourself. Like, should I, or shouldn't I like it's, it's draining. Trust me. I played that game. It's no fun. It literally just drains your energy and enthusiasm. What would you tell someone that's maybe like, should I, or shouldn't I, you know, I want this. I'm not sure to do it. Like what, what's that one piece of advice you would offer them? Yeah. Yeah. If, if you're having that thought of, should I or shouldn't I? That thought came up for a reason. That thought's trying to make you better. That thought is challenging you. That thought's trying to make you feel uncomfortable. It's trying to make you feel or feel comfortable. But really go towards what's uncomfortable. Really, whatever that thought is, if it's challenging you, challenge it back. Try it. You never know. You never know until you know, like I said. And, you know, it it's going to do great things for you. Okay. You're going to learn. You're just going to learn. That's it. You're not going to lose. You're going to win or you're going to learn. You're going to grow. Okay. If you fail, who cares? You failed. But now the next time you do it, you're going to be better at it mm-hmm. or whatever. The next thing you're going to do, you're going to be better at it. And it's very important to do what's going to be of service for you. Okay. Whatever you're talking about, whatever you're thinking about, make sure it's going to be something that's going to make you better. Right. And one of the things that I do personally now is I, I wake up extra early. Right. And I study myself. I write about myself. Okay. I write 10 things that I'm extremely grateful for. First thing, when I wake out of bed, I have a glass of water, 10 things that I'm grateful for. And then I write, what do I want? Right. And I, and I, and I say it in a way of, I already have it. Right. A lot of I am's. A lot of I am's. And it's and another weird thing, a cool thing that I do is I say never more, right? I use the word more, but I say it as like, I will never sell myself short. I will never not show my best self. Stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people don't like to use the word never, but there's ways that you could use it that can give power to you and give you that that extra push that extra oomph that sometimes you might need it right so challenge yourself a little bit i love the simplicity of what you're sharing brother along that lines of keep it simple simple as we often talk about you know just that idea of like just having that practice every morning of getting up and just writing down and bringing that clarity to your mind of just writing out exactly what you want 
writing in the present tense, like how that just sort of like sets you, I think of like a launching pad, right? Like it just sets you off for the day so that you're clear, you're focused on, on where you're headed. So I love that brother. So I'm curious, what can we do to help and, and, and support you and be of service to you with what you're growing? What's the, what's, what's the best way people can connect with you, follow you? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you can, you can add me on Facebook, you know, Travis Dezan. Um, on Instagram, you can search me up there. And yeah, that's, those are the two ways that you can, you can follow me or you can message me anytime. You know, I can, I can share my email, all that fun stuff. I love having conversations with anyone. Um, I really love learning about people and what makes people really groove and tick, right? I like, I like meeting new people, meeting new friends, you know, conversation. You never know what could happen from the conversation, right? But I promise you it wouldn't be the last conversation. I, I, I just, I like staying connected. And, you know, the best way to help me really is to really do the best that you can for yourself every single day. I, I, I never wish bad on anyone. I, I really hope every anyone that is listening to this, watching this, I don't know if it's live or, or on the podcast, um, I really hope that everyone's doing the best they can for themselves right now. They're not really worried about the past, not worried about the future, just being the present. And that's the best way to help me. I like seeing people be successful, right? Not just wealth, but in health, good family, good love, everything. Travis Dezan on Facebook, Travis Dezan on Instagram. Inbox me. I'll set. I'll, I'll even share my cell phone number with you guys. I, it doesn't matter. Really want to get to know people. I love it. Again, this is that always do your best, right? And it's such a, you know, just that simple idea can transform a day, can transform a week, can transform a life. So, brother, I uh, I want to take a moment to acknowledge you. I want to take a moment to acknowledge you for the man you are, you know, the great dad, you know, future husband, you know, the son, the coach, you know, the teacher, the mentor, but more importantly for the amazing human being you are, you know, I I've been, I'm so grateful and blessed that I've been able to see this amazing transformation over the last, you know, 13 years. And it just, it, it continually blows me away just watching you reach your next level of greatness. And, and really what like really brings a smile, what brings joy to my heart, is just, it's just knowing that you're just scratching the surface. Like I'm so enthused to see how things continue to, you know, show up for you, how things continue to manifest, how, how things are just going to continue to get better because you're so focused on, you know, growing yourself. So, so I just want to take that moment, brother. Hey, likewise, man. Thank you, right? You've helped me the past 13 years, 14 years, however long it's been, but it's been a fun journey, right? Yeah. But I can definitely appreciate the kind words and we're just starting. We're just starting. We're going to be doing a lot of things. And definitely, I can appreciate what you stand for as a man, as a person, as a father, as a mentor, as, as an old colleague, as a really mm -hmm. good friend, as a family member. So 
I appreciate what you do, what you stand for. And I, and I, and I really hope that, you know, people start seeing this and people see what you do and how it can transform. Yeah. Hey brother, you know, again, I received those words and that's the beauty, right. Of, of, you know, what I say of peace, it's trusting that the people that need to see this, that need to hear this today, they're going to, it's going to find them. It just is. It's, it's, you know, and, and it's exactly going to work out how it's supposed to. So here is my challenge to you. Coach drops so many valuable nuggets of wisdom that can not only help you succeed on the football field, but more importantly, succeed in the game of life. But as I often remind you, knowledge is potential power. It's the consistent and focused application of that great knowledge that actually creates the results that you want. So take one of the valuable nuggets of wisdom that coach shared with you today and go apply it to your life. And when you consistently do this day in, day out, you will be at your next level of greatness. So as always, I love having these conversations in the huddle. If there is anything that resonates with you, send coach and I a message. Love to hear what, what, what resonated with you. Have an amazing rest of your day and we will chat next time in the huddle. Have a great day, everyone.